I am Catherine Bruyer. Hey everyone, this is Ramona Milano, otherwise known as Francesca Vecchio. This is Paul Haggis. This is Paul Gross, and you're listening to Do South by Southeast. Thank you kindly. Podcast would carry me away. But while talking to Squeak here, and Michelle get a word in edgeways. Record over a bottle of rum on a darker Southampton Bay. To South, that is what we're talking about. To South, saddle up my microphone, get deep in Baker Bone. South by Southeast. Hello and welcome to Due South by Southeast. The fun's out, the rum's out, and uh, you can't see it below the screen, but my bones are out. Oh, we are having, I am so sorry. Uh, hopefully, everyone who was going to join us is able to join us. We've had a little bit of an issue with my laptop for some reason, just didn't want to connect to the internet. So instead, we're on my iPad. We're now on 4G. Hopefully, this will sustain us. And now we've just got a thing from my iPad saying the, the battery's down to 10%. So in a second, I'm going to be handing you over to the ladies. But first of all, I am Detective Squee. <laughs> with me is... Oh, oh, civilian aid Nicola. I forgot who I was. And... Mountie Michelle. Mountie Michelle. And we're back, guys. Look, it's been a little while. Last week, we were kind of back with a special interview with Mr. Paul Gross. Come on, guys. How the hell did that happen? Well, you That's t- amazing. I know. It's just been like, you know, did, we didn't expect this. You know, it just, just when we started this. I saw, I kind of can only say that when we started this, we sort of, happened in one way but on the other hand we always said he was as lovely you know that such a lovely man that he would probably do it mm-hmm. so it's just kind of if we could ever set up and thanks to the magic of uh paul his agent penny and uh john wright from the uh rcw 139 events uh we made it happen so that was just from really really special and it kind of spurred us on to do another proper episode the first for a long time and by the way Thomas Beckett, yes, this is NHS Michelle who missed the Paul Gross interview. Selfishly going off and, you know, saving lives and whatnot. Why would you do that? What? I know, um, I know. I mean, <laughs> actually, like, given that you work in endoscopy, you know, or colonoscopy or whatever you call it, I mean, you chose sticking your finger up someone's bum over interviewing Paul Gross. That's all I'm saying. But I, no, no. <laughs> You used a pen, yeah, that's ow. <laughs> not that one. Anyway, look, I did not choose to go to work <laughs> and I did not stick my finger up people's bums. That's a doctor's job. <laughs> she, kind of, she kind of does, she kind of does. Sorry, it looks like I'm pointing at Nicola. She kind of does. <laughs> yeah, Nicola does. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Joking aside, of course, thank you for your hard work. Yeah, of course. Much thank appreciated. You. 
It's, it's hard work pushing those pens, isn't it, Mish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you really have to... I've only got one left now. I've had to chuck the other. <laughs> chuck. <laughs> you chuck. lost a few up there, you know. <laughs> You win it on your new thumb, you know. Sometimes you find them. <laughs> yeah. Things I don't know. If, oh, I've just realised because usually I'd be playing the sound effects either through the board, which isn't on here, or through the iPad. Uh, I don't know if I've got our usual jingles to hand here. Like, sorry, guys, you're going to have to bear with us. This is like we're a bit rusty because we're out of practice, and I don't think we've got any of the jingles here. So I'm going to oh. have to kind of ad lib that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it all been, Michelle? Like, it's been, it really, it really has been a ridiculous amount of time since we last did this. We were due to do one some months back and then I'm getting cancelled. Then just the craziness of your job and kind of uh, whatever we had going on with moving and all that. Uh, it's been a long while. How have you been? All right. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Obviously very busy. Work's been very, very busy. I'm sure you can imagine. Um, what can you just right now? I heard anything. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the good thing is numbers are coming down. You know, I think we can start to be a little bit positive now about um, this whole situation. I think things do seem to be getting a little bit better now, don't they? Yeah, I've seen the... Uh, I mean, you can never trust anything. I'm going to leave you guys chatting about it while oh, I get a power cable. OK. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, on one hand, you read one thing and it sort of tells you that the figures are... Are getting better and then you read something else and they say oh you know the, the vaccine's not going to cover this variant and then you read something else saying oh 80 percent cut you know you just you just can't trust anything you read can you you just no. don't know what's going on so it's only when you hear it firsthand that you sort of know what's going on yeah i think the cases in the hospital seem to be dropping so I think That's we're all starting to feel a little bit, yeah, a bit better about that. I think our main problem is the care units are still incredibly busy. But yeah. I think on the actual wards, we can see that the cases are dropping now. So uh, this could be the last lockdown. This could be it. Uh, have you had a jab? Uh, yeah, I've had one of them. And you were okay? I had one. I was fine, yeah. Apart good. from a little bit of a sore arm, I didn't have any symptoms. That's good. Yeah. That's good. My mum was fine as well, so she's had her first. Yeah. I'm very pleased. Oh, I'm moving. <laughs> I might have to move with the table. <laughs> yeah, keep keeping over. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a conveyor belt. Hello. Sorry, about that. to plug in the thing. He's back. Crazy lockdown here as well. I've got a sneeze. <laughs> I've got crazy lockdown. I've got a sneeze. Let's bring it together. Make sure. Quality, this is. Now, anyone who watched everything. last week and thought, wow, what a polished, well-run machine that this is. This is what it is usually. Oh, we're back to normal. <laughs> say hello to the person that said hello to us as well. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's uh, Thomas Beckett. Oh, Sarah, you're Sarah. 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 Hello, Sarah. Sorry, I didn't mean to miss you off. That, that's very bad of me. <laughs> and Thomas, by the way, and Thomas, Thomas, hello, Thomas. who's watching... Uh, we now have over 300 uh, members That's of awesome. the New South by Southeast community. So welcome. Thank you very much. I know you joined us. Probably, you know, a lot of you, quite a lot for the uh, Paul Gross interview. But we do hope you say, we do hope you enjoy our meanderings on the episodes. Uh, as you can probably tell, we do like to ramble a bit first. But we do get some due South loving, I promise. We're so, like the Hotel California, aren't you? Once, you, once you... Uh, enter, you can never leave. No, never leave. That's what happened to me with this one. However much you beg. 
And by the way, I'm not saying once I enter. No, no, let's not. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Michelle, stop, stop being so rude. I've got all embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Michelle. You did get a like for that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And by the way, also, if you joined us for the wholesome Paul Gross interview, uh, just we do get a bit, bit moody in this one, and we have a few drinks. So, look, this is more of an adult-themed kind of version of the show. So, uh, yeah. we're talking about two the kids. Yeah, if the kids are there, you you might want to catch this on Catch Up, which this will be available on our uh, Facebook page in podcast form soon. And as of the next time we record, we're going to have a special. Uh, we're going to have the YouTube page. It's going to be streamed to. Um, as Jennifer, we're still smiling Monday after last Saturday, so thanks again. Mm. Oh no, thank you all for watching, it was so cool. Um, oh, and also, sorry, this is going out on a slightly different link. Uh, again, issues with laptop meant that the link expired, which we were going to be going live on. So, I hope everyone is watching this, and if not, I hope you're listening back to it later or watching it later. The other thing, uh, we have something called Mini Mountie Club. So, if you're one of the new people who's watching this, yes. Each week, we induct different mini mounties into our mini mounty club. Now, it's just a bit of fun. It's basically like our little, uh, like a, like one of the old TV shows when they had like a, oh, and you can be an honorary sheriff to the sheriff's club or something like on kids TV, which sort of be fun. You just say, I want to be a mini mounty, and you're in. That's it. We just read out your name. We add it to a list, which Michelle has right here. I do. Yeah, of course I do. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. We just don't no, do you only have to dress up as a mounty if you want to. Yeah, I mean, well, we want to, we just don't have the outfits yet. We're working on it. We're going to get them. Because Benton needs a wee. And by the way, we haven't got Paul Gross here needing a wee. It is our job, Benton. We did say that we'd be coming to the Hotel California. So Paul Gross is now not allowed to leave. Yeah, Paul Paul Gross. (laughs) (laughs) This this is how glamorous we are. We're sat here on a Saturday night with a blankie. This is how we're A couple of old people. love to blame lockdown but we're just just middle-aged that's all it is to it we're, we're in the middle of due south so it's cold and it's in the middle of due south yeah. is that the destination <laughs> so uh michelle have you got your drink ready for like a very special yeah um so it's ready we haven't got it actually won't it can i find no i'm not going to bother trying to find a jingle on the phone i'm just going to sing it this again we usually have jingles on the show which are play through the iPad, which we're recording on, so I can't do that. So instead, oh, Matt, the long suffering, suffering hubby, and Jenny wants to be a mini mounted. Oh, we'll read out yes. in a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get there in a minute. If you want to be a mini mounted, put your suggestion, we Dude. will make you, we'll induct you in just a second. But first, yo, ho, ho, we're getting drunk as hell. Tell me this, what rum we're drinking, Michelle? <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't know. Oh dear! Friend of ours who does those jingles and and he shreds his voice doing it. We haven't got the jingles tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no jingles. No, tonight. but that was great. Ian. <laughs> what what rum are you drinking first of all, Michelle? Right. Usually I'm going to say, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say again for anyone who's new. If we were together, like, you know, in, in peace times when we didn't have a, a contagion on, yep. we'd be in the same room, we'd be sharing a bottle of rum. But mm. but instead, we're in our separate um, log cabins, drinking our, drinking alone together. So what are you drinking, Michelle? So I've got like a little bit different, because normally we go to dark rums. I've actually got a white rum this time. Ooh, what you got? What you got? Mm. Oh, Oro. Oro. Is it nice? Oh, yeah, I don't know how to put 
It is. It, I got this one because it was like infused with lots of botanical flavours. It was like nine different botanicals in it. So I thought I'm going to give this one a try. Um, I'm not really getting a lot of the botanicals, but it's got a kind of caramel, kind of vanilla caramel taste to it. Nice. Ooh. So it is really nice. It's a Scottish rum. Scottish vapour infused white rum. Mm, nice. Fancy bottle though. That's beautiful. And Michelle, you're such a damn happy, even your drink's got to be botanical. It actually looks pretty. <laughs> I know. Bottle as well. It's, it yeah. Like... <laughs> like thin. It's hey? a thin one. It's thin, uh... but it's wide. <laughs> So it's not very girthy is what you're saying. It looks big, but it's just not girthy enough. It's like, yeah, it's, it's long. Well, we've got more of a, a stubby round one. We have got okay. the red leg. Let's look into the podcast. Yeah, nice. one for red leg, a very, um, very caramelly one itself, a bit of uh, vanilla and ginger flavour it's got there. Well, I was thinking to myself, now, am I right in thinking, because when I bought this the other day, red leg, yeah, Right. Do you remember when we first started dating and you yeah. invited me to your birthday party when you'd organised it at a local pub? Yes, yes. I and I that. turned up and you and Michelle were shit-faced in your, yes, yes. In your studio. This is very true. <laughs> was it this you were drinking? No, it wasn't. It was Unicorn's Tears. Part? No, it wasn't. We had oh, you... Phoenix Tears. Phoenix Tears, sorry. Phoenix Tears. Phoenix Tears. I thought, because it made me Phoenix think. Phoenix Tears. I think we might have had some of that as well, though. I think we'd had I mean, quite it's a lot. possible, isn't it? It's possible. <laughs> you were absolutely plastered. Yeah, that's true. I think we were on our very Based early on true story. The other thing we've got, now there isn't a fancy bottle to show you, but we've got these fancy cocktails. Yeah. Because uh, we ordered uh, takeout for supper from the Black Phoenix, which is a fine restaurant nearby us here in Southampton. These are called Ruby Soho. Which, no, it is not the name of a local hooker, it's the name of a cocktail. <laughs> Ian likes to liken it to the name of a hooker, so I'm thinking at some point of your life... Oh, Ruby Soho, that would be a high-class... Wouldn't Ruby Soho be a Ruby Soho be a, a high-class hooker? Do you mean you can't afford it? No, oh, God, no. <laughs> then he oh, tried, but he didn't have enough. <laughs> you have to save up all year for a night with Ruby Soho, I'm telling you. Yeah, you get saved then. <laughs> What's in, the, what's in the cocktail? Uh, the cocktail, I don't fully know, but I know it's banana, banana, banana liqueur. Let's get a bit posh banana. Um, I think there's like cherry aid, I think. So we're a bit sketchy on details, but it's very nice. But you know what? Who? Oh, what in there? Do I have to drink rum as I only have vodka? No, no, drink it. Oh, like, have a drink. Yeah. you got? Holiday Drinks, whatever. And by the way, if you're in an earlier time zone, we won't judge. It's nine o'clock here, so it's fine. Still counts. Bit of afternoon drinking on Saturday. Nothing wrong with that anyway. I think everyone yeah. must be past midday by now, unless you're in Australia. So if John's watching, you know, breakfast rum. I was going to say, it's quarantine. Isn't everyone starting their day with um, booze now? I think yeah, so. It's the norm, isn't it? So uh, that's what rums we're drinking, or what other cocktails and bits and bobs. Now we get on to the serious bit, business of Mini Mounty Club, eh? <laughs> and by the way, that jingle is usually done by a bona fide Canadian, so we're not, we're not appropriating no, the A it's there. Not, not, that's not, yeah, it's not offending, hopefully, anyway. Offending. offending. Yeah, we would not like to offend we anyone. We don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> We don't mind offending people. And but by we the way, offend. I'm pretty sure Blaine also wrote A on the credits there, not me. 
pretty sure it was him. <laughs> so, uh, Mini Mountain Club, I, I mean, I think we have to start, of course. What we've always said is if someone is interviewed on the show, like we have a golden circle where we shower a worthy recipient with gold every every Christmas time. What, what are you laughing at? I don't know. Uh, we, we, we make sure we induct into the golden circle some very special mini Mounties from the world of Due South. So Paul Gross is in the uh, golden circle for Mini Mountie Club. He is now in Mini Mountie Club, Mini Mountie Club. What number is he? 108. The star of the show, and he's 108. Like, there's no Mickey take. It's just kind of fun. Yes. (laughs) You know what? And we've inducted you at Christmas time, didn't we, Michelle? Or are you just in the golden circle? Uh, I think we've got some already in it. Aren't we already in it? No, I'm pretty sure we never let myself or you in the regular Mini Mountain Club. But at Christmas, because you've been an NHS nurse, we allowed, uh, allowed you into the golden circle. More am I. You're in standard Mini Mountie Club, but only because you were a fan of the show before you remember the show. So I'm in economy, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you've got champagne. No, I've got neither. I'm in neither club. Yeah. I, I'm not worthy of either of those honours just yet. I'll sit with the, the decent people. Who are they? Oh, no, no, of course, these <laughs> lovely people watching. You're the decent people. I am, you're right. <laughs> Michelle, have you found yourself yet? Um, No. I just found Paul Gross. Ah, oh, what He's number was there. that? We've already decided to put him there. Where did we he put was him number there? Th- 39. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember we made him a golden circle mini match. We already made him yeah. a golden Okay, we must yeah. have him one week. Oh, <laughs> we might have been, yeah. Just felt like you needed Have to. you found the golden circle? Yeah, I've got the golden circle here. So I got distracted, but yeah, I've got the golden circle. And Paul Gross yeah, so is I'm in there. And as Paul Gross you, is in there. And we have yeah. John and uh, Stefan from RCW One Three Nine Events at Christmas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just establishing where we're at. So, um, so have you got anyone to add this week, Michelle? Because because I've got two people that I had ready to add. So there's Matt, the long-suffering hubby, and Jenny. Uh, I'm guessing they're both Kent. If they're husband and wife. So Jennifer and Kent and Matt Kent, welcome Yay. to Mini Magic Club. What numbers are they? Oh, oh so they're num- 108 and 109. And this is Benton coming in to say... Oh, hello, Benton. Benny. Jennifer. Yeah. See, he's... He doesn't come and welcome everyone into Mini Mountain Club. I'd like to. Matt and Jennifer, that. you're a special. <laughs> That's an honour. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't molest his mum on camera for anyone. He's doing this <laughs> Oh, we're going for you now. Obviously, Minnie Mounties make him happy now. He loves Minnie Mounties. Now he's taken over from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just taken your spot. <laughs> you Welcome, Jennifer. Welcome. Yeah, Benson is happy. Well, Anyone else, again, if you're watching, you want to be a mini well, mountain god, Benny, just send us a message. Benny has somebody. Benny would like to add Arno and Dougie. No, we've already friend. had them, haven't we? Have we got Arno and Dougie? I believe we've already got Arno and Dougie in the club. There is best pals. Mm. There's so many to look through now. This is a problem. And also check for Sarah Kirk and uh, Thomas Beckett. If you would like to be. 
Yeah, they've they've added comments. We're going to assume that you. I mean, please do send us just a yes if you want to be in the pub. But I think Sarah already is. I'm not sure though. Ah, uh, the so dog one says Rio and Dave the dog. We haven't got Arno or Dougie. Dougie. Don't we've got Dougie or Arno? So Doug the doggy. Dougie and Arno. And Benny, you've got a little hello there. Arno. Hello, Benny from uh, Sarah. Sarah. Hello. Benny says hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now. Right. So who else? Sorry, after the dog. Dougie, Arno, Sarah. Uh, is Sarah on there yet? Or Sarah. Sarah's ben- on there now. Benny is not in the Golden Circle. What we've always said is, like, we just do that at Christmas, the Golden Circle, like special inductees. So maybe we'll add uh, add in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you want to add in there? Club. Yeah, he's in regular one. Yeah. Uh, I only discovered you guys a few weeks ago, so I don't expect to be in, in the circle yet. Well, no, oh, like the circle, in the circle. The circle is only at Christmas time, and it's only for, like, special members, like, due south cast stuff. But... Thomas, I'm going to accept that, that you want to be in Mini Mountain Club. So, Thomas Beckett, welcome to Mini Mountain Club. So <laughs> Do you know what, right? We're, we're, we're meant to be getting married, and I'm going to... I'm not in the circle. Oh. I, I'm not in either, either Mini Mountain Club. <laughs> I'm not in either Mini Mountain Club. And quite frankly, after that Paul Gross interview, I might deserve to be in the Golden Circle at Christmas time. But, you know, um. we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. He'll <laughs> be able to come to me. <laughs> well, me and uh, Benny will have a talk. <laughs> is Sarah in yeah. there yet? Did you establish if Sarah's in the club? Sarah yes, Sarah, I've added her. Oh, cool. Okay. So can you give yeah, I couldn't people the numbers? Right, so the numbers, so 108 was Matt Kent, 109, Jennifer Kent, 110 was Dougie the dog, 111 was Arno the dog, uh, 112 is Sarah, 113 is Thomas. Yay! So, welcome. Salute to all those new mini Mounties. Welcome to the club. Again, shout out's pretty much all you get, but you know, you're very welcome, you know, and it means you're part of the community, which is always lovely. So, guys, uh, I think that's all the shout outs and everything out of the way. That's all the rum we're drinking. That's all the mini Mounties. So, let's get to the episode. Michelle, which episode are we talking about this week? Uh, we are the Eggmen. Thomas, sorry, Thomas Becker's house, 113. I believe so. Was Thomas 113? Yes. Yes. 113. 113. Right, if you're confused over 113, that's how many mini mounts we've got. We have legit over, uh, this is, I think, episode 59, we've got 113 mini mounties somewhere. I know, it's crazy. You only set out to get 100, didn't you, at the most? If you get well, I said, no, 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 I said at least 100. We could get at least 100. Now we're on 130. I think we can beat 200 by the time we've done all the episodes of Juice Out now. Sorry, I believe. That's our new target, 200. Benny's going to go away from somewhere else, don't you, babe? From now on, it will be my lucky number. Thank you, Thomas. Yes, I hope so. That's awesome. It's very nicely said. So, Michelle, we're talking We Are The Eggmen. Have you got the IMDb there to hand? No. I ask you this every time. You think you know by now. I've never got the IMDb, have I? No, but I always ask I can't you. Even, I'm, like, you, yeah, you, you always, but I've never got it. 
And by the way, Michelle, say any of these people want to email us. What would be the email address? <laughs> um, oh, I haven't had to do this for ages. Um, okay. Do self, no. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, do self, do, uh, do self BSE at gmail.com. Yay! It's clearings like this <laughs> why we never get any emails. Uh, where would they go? <laughs> On where, sorry? Facebook. Oh, Facebook, uh, just the Do South by Selfies um, page. No, not page. It's not a page, it's group. a group. There you it's go. A group. And what's our, our uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram? Both the same thing. That's at um, Do South BFE. Yay! Oh, it's the pressure. Uh, where do we find our, our YouTube channel now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we do we do now if you look up uh, uh the dr squeeze show so basically what i've done is i've got a another podcast our sister show we show where i do uh, fine interviews with uh people from like some of the due south interviews are on there some uh from canadian folks such as uh, kevin Hearn from the bare naked ladies and uh, loads of other stuff uh if you go to the uh twit the youtube group uh youtube page now I'm messing it up. YouTube page for the Dr. Squeeze Show. You can see loads of videos from uh, G South by Southeast. And we're going to be adding more like this video. Hopefully, we'll be there. Okay, I think we've just butchered, just about butchered everywhere where people can find us. Michelle, have you got yeah. IMDb up there? No. Yeah? No. No, I can't get it up. You want me to get it up? We did. Oh, it happens to one of the you want me to? Yeah, or? you get it up. Okay. You know, have you, you're not going to get it No. Okay. So, while we get up the details, uh, Michelle, like, uh, how did you find this episode? Uh, I sure? enjoyed it. I thought it, it was a really good, yeah, it was a really good episode for Thatcher, I thought. I thought we got to see yeah. a lot more of her and um, kind of, they made her a little bit more kind of human. This is definitely a big kind of Thatcher mellowing episode because as it gets in now, this is where we see her and Benny, you know, maybe start a little romance. Maybe. Kind of feels like that's where it's going. Okay, so um, Nicola, in your own words, without, of course, looking at IMTP, what would you say the plot of this one is? Well, just off the top of my head, of course. Uh, After trying to prevent an accident, Fraser is sued for millions by a down-on-his-luck egg farmer. But Ray discovers the farmer's ulterior motive to pay off immense gambling debts. See, just, just what my thoughts were on. And uh, who was this directed by and written by? Well, let me just tell you the rest, actually. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ray and Francesca clash over a lottery ticket. Now, bear with me a sec, because I'm just going to have a little think about the questions you're asking me. So it was directed by George Bloomfield, and the writers were Paul Haggis... Oh, very many there. Well, no, created by Paul Haggis, so story by James Kramer, and telly played by Peter Mohan. Uh, uh, and Michael Tavisham. Oh, Ma- Michael Tavisham. Sorry, I didn't mention him. Yeah, that see? Uh, I believe uh, Bloomfield is the director which uh, Paul Gross was saying last week uh, has passed away fairly recently as oh, well, so a big uh, salute to him. Now, uh, this is one of those episodes where I did thoroughly enjoy it, as all Jew South episodes, but isn't kind of like the one of the most exciting for me, but it's a kind of a, a, a what 
Due South does in Stock and Trade, which is these wonderful morality tales, of course, and kind of it's a classic Benning trying to save someone, which I always appreciate. And there's lots of kind of stuff where it's uh, some lovely moments between Benny and Ray, which is always good. And as you say, like that Thatcher mellowing, which we start to get here. What did you think, Nicola? I just thought it was really fun. Yeah. It's just like you say, I mean, it's it's probably, I don't know if you class it as your favourite G-South, but it was just really fun. I, I just, I, I, I don't know, when I was thinking about it, I know it sounds bizarre, but I kept thinking it reminded me like a dance, like the Charleston, like which is really wacky dance. That, do you know what I mean? It's just one of those jovial... I don't know. It's the Charleston of Due South episodes. Yeah, light-hearted fun. And that's all, you know, that's a good thing. I haven't got a problem with it. I I admire the metaphor of the Charleston of Due South episodes. (laughs) That's what was in my head, and usually it comes out of my mouth. So there you go. But what's in your head comes out of your mouth? It does, yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, we we don't have that much of a filter on this this show, certainly. Oh. So I'm broken in, Michelle. I have no idea what that thing is. Are they inside yeah. the house? Do they do they want to be a mini mountie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mini mountie number hundred and fifteen, Michelle's burglar. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> I came to rob the house. Thought I during the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let him out one day. Oh. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depends what he looks like, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Well, Gary's off delivering our post as well. By the way, yeah, we haven't just sent him down the shops. He is a postman. Yeah. Don't mail them out. He's a fiver. Go to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Michelle, have you got copious amounts of notes for us? Because we haven't bothered writing any. You never write any notes. I know. That's what I you're here for. I know, my one job. One job I have. Anyone who's watching this who who hasn't watched it before, what we usually do is when we're... Have you quite finished, Benny? When we're sat together, we watch it together and uh, we generally shout stuff over to Michelle. Yeah, make a note of that. That bit was good. Write a note of that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's my notes now. For mine. (laughs) No, what we're thinking... Yeah, I've got lots, and I'm sure you'll chip in too. Well, yeah, for a start, we're the Eggmen. Of course, they Beatles reference. You're a big yeah, Beatles fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, we've got nice. nowhere to go with that. I was going to say, I don't know what you. Yeah. So you'd like that. So I'm the Walrus reference. Yeah, it is a great song, one of my favourites, actually. Yeah. Mhm. 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 Hello, Michelle. Honestly. Yes. Say that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the policeman said? No, further back, further back, further back, further back. <laughs> right, what's kind of notes? Sorry, I didn't hear that, Nicola. What's our first note? Oh, the first note, well, the beginning. I don't really like the beginning. So it starts off and you've got Benton and Diefenbaker in the woods. Mm. So Benton's doing some, like, training with Diefenbaker where he's, he's training him to sniff out what was it? I was like scent training. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. I just absolutely loved the fact that the he sniffed out Snickers bar. It's some yeah. kind of it's some kind of chocolate bar. <laughs> I think it was like Snickers. But wouldn't it be called Marathon back in those days? 
No, no, in America it was always Snickers. We there was always Snickers, yeah. We, we used to have marathon bars over here, which were the same Snickers, and it was called Snickers mm. in America and Canada. And then we changed to Snickers, and I think it changed back to marathon over here, and then might have changed back no, again. we've always been Snickers when it changed. No, no, one stage it changed back to marathon. I'm Did sure it? there's a news story, and then it changed back again because no one remembered or cared about marathon at that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bit of fun with chocolate there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, the thing I realised about this opening is, as well, I've realised Diefenbaker is the Scotty from Star Trek of Due South. Now, let me explain. Or Colombo, it also works for. Pretends to be dumb, like he doesn't know what's going on, or like he can't fix it in time, like Scotty does. Like, in, he goes, oh, can he possibly fix it in that time? But you got a Scotty. Oh, okay, and just flicks a switch and it's done. Colombo acts dumb, acts like he doesn't know what's going on, but of course he knows exactly what's going on. Deathen Baker here, he's meant to be a training. He goes straight for a chocolate bar, and like... Uh, Fraser's going, he's like, oh, God, no, we're never going to get anywhere with this, with you training like this. But really, as soon as there is something which needs doing, Stephen Baker's always there. Yeah, that's Yeah, just like any kind of... I was going to say, like, dog, he's, he's a wolf, isn't he? But, you know, and Benny's like, oh, you're a carnivore. Why are you sniffing up the bars? But, I mean, dogs, we all know what dogs are like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're very closely related. You know, I mean, they shouldn't eat chocolate though, it's very bad for them. No, very yeah, bad for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so difficult yeah. for a dog to do that, it's like sniff out food and everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be training. Definitely, uh, there'll be Dotty Baker, who's our other. That'd be Dotty. <laughs> oh, yeah. The gross things that they eat. And we're not talking about And Paul. then regurgitate as well. Yeah. yeah. We did last week, didn't we? Oh, it good. It was yeah. very gross. Benny ate something very gross. We think he got hold of some poop on a walk. And he threw it back up in our house, essentially. That's what Benton did in our home. <laughs> yeah. Benton, not quite as adorable as Paul Gross himself. Yes. Yeah, he just sniffs it. And... <laughs> not one of his prouder moments. Of course, we've been down to the river. So it was that sort of, yeah, he'd obviously picked it up down there and it was just not. Yeah, that. Ray thinks what that Benny puts in his mouth is disgusting. Oh. Oh, that was just horrible. <laughs> he didn't run for his money. That, but when he does, oh, he does it in style, doesn't he? Oh. Style's one way of looking at it. Yeah, style, okay. Oh, Benny loves it. Don't you, Benny? Yeah. <laughs> poop. He doesn't care. Oh, he poop. does. He thinks it's great. It's like a beef burger to him. Okay. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, next note, yes. Yeah, so the result from this training in the woods is um, Benton's walking backwards and he ends up falling down a hole, which we find out like this trench. They're covered over, I think it's like by cement, but this one's open for some reason and he falls down it. And he climbs out and that's when he sees this um, egg man coming along the road in this delivery van. Of course, he's like concerned that is, you know, he's, He's going to drive into this trench and there's going to be an accident. So he's kind of like in the road, like waving him down and causes an accident anyway because he panics and goes off to the side. And then, yeah, of course, he goes... Causes probably a more minor accident than would have been yeah. going into that. So he, he goes into a tree or something? He does yeah. Off yeah, and, but, like, obviously, yeah. as far as Benny knows at this time, the guy's just going to go in this hole and that would... If you don't know that's coming up, you'd kind of probably... Yeah, cause some serious harm yeah. to yourself. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, um, Fenton goes behind the van, opens it up, he wants to help the, the driver in there. So all these eggs just come falling out. Eggs tsunami, <laughs> the world's biggest omelette. Yeah. Nick would have been out there with a skillet in no time. <laughs> yeah, doing our omelettes and hang. Benny would have helped. Oh, well, you know, it's recently been pancake day. I, I, of course, made vegan pancakes, as I'm sure you would have, Michelle, if you had any time of work. I was at work. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah. But yeah, um, Benny and Dottie helped me with uh, with having it, polishing off a few vegan pancakes. Very good, Benny. Yeah. See, yeah, that's better than the other stuff. Um, <laughs> we try and encourage uh, better eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. You said you're not going to add some poo to that? No, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not. We're not. Next time, then. <laughs> yeah. We'll be doing that in yeah, the barbecue time, won't we, Benny? Uh, oh, oh, Benny. Uh, yeah, so after that, um, Benson heads back to the um, Canadian consulate and he goes in to see Thatcher, and there's this other guy there. Was, was he a lawyer? Yeah, it's the lawyer. For, uh, yeah, it was the lawyer, Canadian. isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry, the lawyer um, for, the, for the other guy, isn't it? It's a Canadian consular. Henri, I think his name was. The creepy oh, the Canadian guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, Thomas, I'm terribly sorry, maybe stupid question, but will your video be on Facebook? Parental duties call, and I really enjoyed chat. Yes, of course, yes, it'll be up here on Facebook and in podcast form shortly afterwards. So, yes, please do. Uh, Basically, because we've just uh, put up the Paul Gross interview, that's just gone on podcast form now, available to download wherever you get your podcast, due south by southeast, where you can also find our fabulous back catalogue of episodes. Um, And this video will be up on on Facebook straight after this. So you can watch at your leisure, Thomas. Cool. So, yeah, so the lawyer for the Canadian... Lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah that's when um, Benny finds out that he's going to be sued. Well, well, not him personally, but you know, the Canadian government is being uh, sued. I think was it for ten million, ten million dollars? Well, 10, million, yeah. yeah, ten million for some eggs. I mean, that's one expensive omelet. <laughs> yeah, but he could even claiming like it, like for his mental health and and everything, wasn't he? So yes, he's going for ten million dollars. This is why you go vegan. These eggs are getting expensive. I know. I know, right? <laughs> There's some golden eggs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and true Benjamin style, he's not having this. <laughs> yeah. He's just not going to lay down <laughs> that Canada give $10 million to this guy when all he was doing was trying to save him from an even worse accident. Well, I think he would do it if he didn't have to lie to do it. Like, he would go, oh, no, this guy's been inconvenienced, okay, yeah, $10 million, of course. But he knows that isn't the truth, and that's why Benny won't do it. Yeah, he's got his values, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, see? And then he ends up going back to... This, did he go back, I think he went back there with Thatcher, did he? Well, Thatcher... Not the first That just says uh, you've got um, you know, one day to do whatever you're doing here, basically. Hours. 24 yeah. hours. That's all you get. <laughs> and then he goes off with... Uh, with Ray, because they have the scene at the station, I believe, first. Oh, yeah, 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 they have the scene at the Ray's station. Ray's her sandwiches, which uh, I love. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fanny's sandwiches. Just always, 
kind of it's very in the keeping of what they've established about the vecchios and franny and ray this is one of the like areas they cross over a bit where you get the feeling like they do what they need to 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 make a buck like i think if ray wasn't a cop he'd be doing like odd jobs to, to get money well, and kind of a bit this and bit that. Wouldn't he? With gold watches. <laughs> he would, he'd be like a <laughs> <laughs> He'd definitely be our money job. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think he goes, yeah, so, he goes back to the with Ray, doesn't he? And yeah, and the trench is covered. That's a is huge it, thing. Is it the trench bit first or is it the station bit first? I'm trying to remember. I think it might, I think, no, I think in the station, for some reason I've put a question mark, excuse me. But yeah, I think yeah. That they're in the station first, and then, and they're, then the they're going to go... And the granny's selling the sandwiches, and she won't yeah. give her, she's trying to charge Ray for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Ray holds her to ransom for the lottery ticket, which of course kind of comes up later, they're kind of scratch cards they're buying. Yeah. And so, yeah uh, well, because he's kind of going to buy scratch cards for her. He's got and, a Whereas if Sorry? he runs out of, he's got a weird system going, hasn't he? If he runs out of a product, then he thinks he's going to be lucky on the lottery. <laughs> yeah, it's a really bizarre system. Of, really, yeah. I've run out of toothpaste, I'm going to win the lottery. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which makes as much sense as anything with the lottery, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, uh, I, I just love the end of that scene as well, where Franny says to uh, Ray, it's, to Benny, it's like, he's my brother, I've got to put up with him. Why do you? <laughs> <laughs> I often think that. And I'm often asked well, that you, as well. Well, your brother. You, you don't really see your brother much, I don't think. No, I, I, no but I'm after, often asked that by people. What about your brother? No, about you. I, well, my brothers, yeah, they're, they're a pain, you're right. <laughs> I get where she's coming from. <laughs> I see yeah. that's she... Yeah, you're just not annoying at all, are you? Never, never, never. never. Not on purpose, certainly. Never. There was a nice trick I did the other day, Michelle, where uh, oh, the, the remote oh. control we've got, like our Virgin remote control, doesn't work very well. So she's trying to put the volume up, Nicola, with that. And she's going, she's, where is the other remote? Where is it? Okay, look, and she's doing all this business. I, of course, in another seat, find the other remote and start turning the volume up. And she's pretending, she's oh, it's working. Then I start turning down. She goes, why is that doing that now? What's happening? Now turn it down. <laughs> oh, it's going up now. The other thing he likes to do. There was a good do, minute of that before she realized. It was, was it last classic. night when you just wanted to go oh. uh, All the time. Yes, we know. Just like that it was. Just like that. It was so funny. And so disgusting anything. Yeah, Ray, Ray's great. Yeah, so they go when they're looking at the trench. I think well, Benny's looking, trying to figure out how the um, top of the trench is back on, and Ray's on the side, isn't he? Like scratching his like lottery tickets, um, and he wins like twenty five thousand dollars. He wins on scratch cards. And I haven't watched this episode in ages, and my first thought was like, right, how is Benny going to cause him to lose this? Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> you should know, don't you? <laughs> Without him having the money. The thing is, though, if yeah. I won $25,000, I would be going to claim it straight away. I wouldn't even be mucking around. I'd be straight down, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, you're not a cop. <laughs> cop in the mean streets of Chicago. You don't have time to go and cash lottery tickets at a I still would. Oh, I find the time. <laughs> 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 I would find that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, then we find out that the, um, the Eggman 
you know, the farmer. So we've got this farm of all these kids, and we've got this really weird um, experiment going on, hasn't he, with these chickens to make these low cholesterol eggs. Um, also, he's on the brink of losing his farm as well. He loses a lot of money, and they want to they want to take the farm. Yeah, that was my first thought, that somehow Benny was going to end up, uh, you know, shaming him, shaming Ray into giving the money to him I mean, for some reason. That's where my mind was going, because again, yeah, I just couldn't remember. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, in the meantime, Benny turns up, doesn't he? He says, oh, I'm going to walk to the farm. And as a chat, you know, he's shooting at him. And he's around the yeah, corner talking, talking about talking about chickens. And... <laughs> yeah. he, could, he could identify what type of chicken it is by the sound that they make. <laughs> That's it. He's that's like, oh, so safe, anyway. Benny. Oh, that's Norwegian blue. <laughs> yeah. Benny's outside. He'll be barking at squirrels. Yeah, okay. that's a new game which Benny likes to play at our Bark. new house is Bark, Bark at the squirrels, squirrels, which we get in our garden. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like it's a fun good. game. Oh, he, he loves our garden and he refuses to come back in oh. half the time. The amount of time I spend at the door. And of course, we've got neighbours, one of which has got a young kid as well. So, like, I'm there going, and he just stands there and stares at us. I know, he just did. He just oh, came in. Like, he's going, oh, yeah, of course I will. Because he knows we're on camera. <laughs> yeah, don't try and kiss up to me. He's got to tell him. Don't ever what a good boy you are now. Yeah, Daddy's lying. I always come right in. I come right back. <laughs> we're talking about people. Hello, friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle of G South by Southeast, Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what's that, Benny? Oh, yeah, yeah. And of course, you get the thing coming in now. What's that, yeah. Benny? There's yeah. two children down a well. Yeah. You, said, <laughs> <laughs> you get the bit there, of course, where uh, they bring in the idea of the lottery ticket as well. And like the Franny should have, have half of it. That's where that starts. Yeah, because I'm um, she's did she give him, give him money for the lottery ticket? I kind of missed that, but I guess that she gave no, him money he, for a ticket. She gave him money, so he was getting tickets for both of them. And his argument was, oh, of course, as a gentleman scratched hers off first. So that second half was definitely <laughs> he didn't win, yeah. <laughs> Free sandwich. Yeah. Why do you make that sound like it's coming for something? It's it does, doesn't it? Brother. It sounds really sick. It's her brother. If you, no, if you look at the gave back, her a free sandwich. If you look at the back and white of it, you gave her a free sandwich. But I did make it sound quite sinister, I'm afraid. Michelle, I see that subtle product placement. We're not advertising Apple Watches. I don't care how much they paid you off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to get a little bit of commission here. <laughs> I am loving the rainbow bracelet, though. That's yeah, that's cool. awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh, where am I? There we go. Yeah, it didn't come with the watch. I bought it. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, so he goes to the hut and he's like getting shot at, and he knows exactly which which uh, chickens they are based on their plumage. Yeah, it's rather cool. And they're called no, by their call. By their call. By their, yeah, by their call. Plumage. <laughs> he identifies. <laughs> oh, you know all the birds by their plumage. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, this is Nicola Bird. She's got lovely plumage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is why we're locked down. Nothing to do with it. We've all got locked down here. Plumage. No, no, not plumage. Plumage. 
Who made you sound like it's an for something else very like different, it, Sarah? Like, <laughs> she got the nice plumage, you know what I mean? No, plumage, plumage. <laughs> plumage, like like feathers and stuff. That's the plumage. <laughs> plumage. Got that plumage going on. I like that word, though, plumage. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a word in our vocabulary now. You know that, don't you? <laughs> right to get the fingers, yeah, yeah. my fingers on her plumage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. This anyway, is why I drink. <laughs> I was saying plumage. Plumage. <laughs> anyway, I don't. Oh God! I, I, oh, I think I'm going. Oh, where were we? <laughs> oh, where were we? Uh, yeah. So he gets shot at, and like he recognizes the the call, the distinctive. <laughs> not the plumage. Not the plumage. Yeah. Or the plumage. So obviously he shows interest in chicken. So the um, egg man kind of takes him in and he kind of shows him around the chickens that he's got and and you know how he's kind of experimenting to get these um special eggs and this is how he's going to make you know all his money and everything um yeah so they've got a bit of a mutual interest there so you know they kind of building a little bit of a, a relationship and you know able to help him out oh and i i think it's a this bit he asks about which came first the chicken or the egg mm. and benton says i'll tell you later there is actually actually an answer to this. Do you know it, Michelle? It's the chicken comes first. Oh, so no, the egg comes first because the egg, okay. which was first uh, laid, which became the chicken, would have been laid by a different species, which laid an egg, which had the genetic mutation, which made it a chicken. So when that egg hatches, that would be the first chicken. Thusly is how evolution works. So you're pretty much saying this dinosaur come along. No, it's not a dinosaur, right? And he went, oh, you, want you don't look like a T-Rex, you look like a chicken. It's not quite as direct <laughs> as that. There will be lots of iterations along the way. And then just before the chicken, there'll be something which looks quite similar to a chicken, but isn't genetically quite a chicken. That lays an egg, which has the mutation, which makes it a chicken. And then that mutation is selected by natural selection. And thusly, you get a chicken. So it's the egg that comes first. Mic drop. In fact, I've got a mic Yeah, okay. don't, don't drop it. <laughs> I, I caught it just off camera as well. Just <laughs> off camera, but... By the way, if, if this iPad dies, which is a distinct possibility, it's charging as we're speaking, but it seems to be going down in battery power. So if it does, I will have to very quickly switch to my phone. So if we come off the signal please just keep talking michelle and we'll be right back on as soon as we can okay <laughs> yeah let's get going through this shall we <laughs> mm -hmm. okay right well, so after yeah so after this bit of the farmhouse then they kind of they go back to the station where they find um francesca's chained up well not chained up she's handcuffed to um <laughs> she's handcuffed to a bench <laughs> calm down <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. Thanks, Ian, for your education. See, we've all learned something today. <laughs> Detective Squee knows where it's at. <laughs> yeah, so poor Francesca's uh, handcuffed to a bench because she, she's been selling these sandwiches in the police station. She hasn't got a permit, so she's the fine for her to pay. And I just love the way that Benson drops Ray in it because she's like begging Ray to kind of pay this fine and say, you know, she can go. And you know, Benson's just like, well, it's easy for you to pay now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you know the, keep the, song <laughs> the bit I like after that as well, where she starts having a vote on it, 
saying, what do you mean? <laughs> hands up who thinks I should have the money. Who thinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay the money. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Tony Craig, obviously wonderful to get. I love yeah. that you've got all the supporting awesome. cast in this one. Well, you, for new people that have joined, you've got other interviews, haven't you, with the cast? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you uh, haven't checked yeah. out our fine back catalogue yet, we have audio interviews with Tony Craig, or T-Dog Craig, as he refuses to let me call him, and, of course, Catherine Bruyere and uh, Romana, yeah. R- R- Ramona Milano. Yeah, so you've got some awesome ones. So next, maybe Ray. That's what I would love. If anyone has any in, if anyone wants to encourage him on any social media, we would love to have David Marciano on the show. That's really... And then, like, when we get into Series yeah. 3, maybe uh, Callum Rene Keith. Callum Keith Rene? I'm sorry I'm messing up his name, but we would love to have, of course, both yeah. Rays on here as we get into it. That'd be great. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah, they have the vote, and uh, everyone thinks that she, he should pay up. Yeah, absolutely. Erica, please. We want to get him. Like we, I will say that uh, I know John Wright from uh, RCW One Three Nine Events has has been trying to to help us get him. So we don't know. He is very like uh, uh, we have to thank John. He's been so great in helping us get some of these interviews and helping us reach out to the stars. So thank you very much. Thank you kindly. Yeah, thank you kindly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the scene that kind of follows on from this, just it, it really made me laugh. Because <laughs> then it goes to um, Benton's apartment and he's doing the ironing. He's iron, first of all, he's ironing his underwear. <laughs> and secondly, he holds them up. And that is the stiffest pair of pants I have ever seen. <laughs> How much starch did he use on them? It's like, <laughs> solid. How did he even hold them up? <laughs> Yeah, this ladies still love her, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, with all the ladies which fancy uh, Benny, maybe like he needs it to be to keep everything. Maybe that's what maybe. I'm saying. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Actually, I, it was something which I did like that Paul said last week, last weekend, was that it, it it's kind of weird to play someone who's so unaware that women are finding him attractive. And I can imagine that it's pretty difficult to kind of just completely not give Sorry. out anything. I'm there. just going to call Benny in because he's... Uh... Yeah, we've got a barking Benny. I've got a barking Benny <laughs> outside. And that's not metaphor for anything. So he's got his stuff in hand. Yeah, and then... Um, By the way, pants is what yeah. we call boxer shorts if you're listening anywhere around the world. Where, Benny! You know, their trousers. Yeah. Yeah, Underwear. Yeah. And then Thatcher is knocking on his door. So Thatcher comes to his apartment. And another way, he was like looking around his apartment in, in disbelief that this is this is where he lives, this is how he lives. And I like the little like glance at his bed. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, mm, yeah. He notices where the bed is. That's all I'm saying. But it's he doesn't look very fresh. He comes around his place and she's going it's like, "Yes, lovely neighbourhood, Benny." It's like you come to his place. Yeah, come on, woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think she wanted to apologise to him because she, because earlier on, when the um, creepy Canadian lawyer guy uh, was in her office, he was um, he was being a bit creepy with her, wasn't he? And the creepy lawyer's been and, creepy. Yeah. 
That's yeah, creepy cat. Well, yeah, I just named him creepy because that's what it was. <laughs> Actually, this was pretty cool. I did like the fact that it kind of, uh, obviously not cool that he was acting like that, but I do like the fact that Due South, whereas no show is going to be completely perfect kind of 30 years on, but I do like the fact that they kind of highlight some of these issues. So there's so many workplaces where women find a hostile work environment. We've kind of discussed previously where they have the relationship with Thatcher being a superior and Benton being a kind of subordinate is that cool. But, but, you know, let's face it, it is more often that women find themselves in a position where they're getting harassed than the other way around. It's just more common. I'm not saying it isn't ghastly either way, but um, I kind of really love that they kind of bring in stuff like that and they kind of mm. discuss these issues because there's so many women who are so powerful, like so strong and kind of like if you see from the outside, you think, oh, they never take crap from anyone. And they have been historically and still to this day faced with this kind of bull. Yeah. Yeah. So I say it's kind of like amazing to see like a program from the 90s that's bringing this up when, you know, all the kind of issues that we're kind of seeing that people are talking about from the past coming from these countries where they were going through that. Nobody was highlighting it back then, you know. It's only kind of like now it's really been highlighted. And even there was a few shows which did do the odd episode on something like this, you mm. know, especially as we went into the 2000s. So many of those shows which highlighted them, we found out harassment was going on in those shows. So it's like just, just awful. Oh. Like, you know, you're here with Joss Whedon this week yeah. and his, uh, you know, very female empowering shows. They show the women getting the upper hand with these kind of chauvinistic men. And you hear he was doing all the stuff behind the scenes. I'm so thankful touch all the wood in the world. You know, Jew South doesn't seem to have that environment at all. It was a lovely family, which was encouraging, encouraging to people of all backgrounds, like, you know, all genders, all kind of uh, ethnicities and stuff. You know, that's that's why, for me, like, I think it would be so right to, for a continuation. It's because mm. it does live up to the mirror of history pretty well. Yeah. Well, definitely. Oh, yeah. Cool. Nothing... Sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said then, Nicola. No, I just said it's horrible because I think you sit there sometimes and think, which one's next? You know, all these things that you've watched and loved and you just don't know what's going on, do you? And yeah. You just, yeah. Yeah. a bit awful for liking the show. You know, it's part of what you've watched in the history. It's just, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, even with these shows, I think you shouldn't feel bad by still liking shows which have a positive no. message, even if the creators of it were thoroughly imperfect, as we found out over the years, mm. which is a shame. But um, I, I still think you can like the show, like the art, but maybe not so much the artist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, so she's... Um kind of explaining to him why she was trying to use him to kind of get out of this situation with this um, lawyer guy. Um, I've dropped my pen. I'll find it later. I'll get, I'll get, the, I'll get the endoscope out later and find it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find another one next week while you're working. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a wash. Go, put it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, good to go. But, um, after this scene, then it goes to the farm and the um, poor farmer, he's kind of being harassed and pushed into signing over his farm unfortunately so yeah. he has to sign it over um was that when benny i think benny and yeah benny and ray oh they go back to the trench i think don't they and they find the feather in the trench 
They do, and it can only be from yeah. plumage. Yes, of one specific. Yeah, that's what recognises the plumage. You <laughs> I think that's when which bird, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, <laughs> that's the bird. Oh, they head back to the farm. Yeah. They head back to the farm, and then that's when they find out that their farmer doesn't own the farm anymore. There's this other guy there, and they decide they've got to take these chickens. They've got to take them as evidence because there's this, you know, ongoing case. <laughs> so they they box up the chickens, put them in the car, and then they kind of head into town, don't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is when Ray actually wants to go and cash in his lottery ticket, isn't it? <laughs> he gets yeah. so close. He gets like, so close to to cashing that in. Um, I think they're walking to go and do it, and then they hear. Man, don't they? It's not Ray's car. What is up with Ray's car? It's always getting broken, smashed, blown up. <laughs> but the chickens, the chickens were taken. Right, we're going to have to just switch over the cameras. Sorry guys, one sec. It's like the music from the aliens. Sorry about this guys. Oh, that's better. I had to suddenly switch over from our iPad to the phone because the battery was about to die. Yeah, but so I would like to apologise to the ears of our uh, viewers right now. No, it was so smooth, I don't think anyone knows. Social distance, Ray. Can you hear us okay still? Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, we can hear Michelle? you. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you, you need to reply when I'm asking that. <laughs> still in the room. Yeah, sorry, so you're going to be very shaky handheld, Karen, from now. Why? You you were cutting in and out a little bit then, but I think you're back. Are we back? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right again now. Uh, yeah, so poor Ray, he's had the window smashed of his um, car. The chickens have been stolen. Um, but there's paper that was in the, I think, in the box of the chickens or something that's been left. And that was like a betting slip or something. Mm-hmm. Are you all right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to um, prop up the camera. There we go. Okay, we're back. Sorry about this, guys. We've done a makeshift thing now. (laughs) Again, if Um, anyone's still here, can we haven't blown out your ears, you know. Oh, no, that was... Yeah, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Cool. Okay, where were we? So they're looking at the betting slip that's been left behind in Ray's car. And this is where Ray gets the idea to go and see the kind of hairdresser stroke bookie that um, he knew from his childhood. Is it Bert? I think yeah. I wrote it down. Bert, I really like this guy. <laughs> he was funny. <laughs> so they go in this hairdresser, because he hasn't seen Ray since like Ray was a little kid. <laughs> and yeah. Hey, Sarah can hear. Um, you know, and what do people from your past like to do? Your ears are okay, Jennifer. Good. Cool. Um, good to hear. Good. We no one that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he goes, um, 
on a bit of a mission to embarrass Ray in front of Benny. He called it, which is quite surprising. He called like Ray the quiet, soft, fat <laughs> kid in the corner stuff in his face, didn't he? I can't imagine Ray ever being like a chubby kid. He's so skinny. Yeah, so, but I, I did. I love the fact that it's one of those moments where obviously Ray's not had a great childhood with his dad, but you see yeah. one of the kind of moments where it's a bit more joyful, where maybe he and his dad might have had just one thing which wasn't completely crap, even though his dad was there betting and kind of doing some other... Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Some other stuff which might not have made him like dad of the year. At least it was kind of one memory which was kind of fun. Yeah. It's nice to hear yeah, that, that young Ray had that at least. Yeah. But yeah, I thought he was a fun character, but that's all the cigars like lined up in his pocket. Yeah, he's smoking a cigar as he's cutting someone's hair. <laughs> 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 it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe he seems a bit madder nowadays because you can't like smoke anywhere indoors when you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a guarantee oh, yeah. of that, Bob, but if you get any of your hair singed, you get a discount. Oh, I just had a thought of him, like, tapping the cigar ash on your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this really, really good for your hair. <laughs> it does sound like some kind of shampoo you probably... <laughs> you probably spend lots of money buying an ash shampoo these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because hairdressers discovered it was good when they used to smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the so downfall yeah, was the of Paul when they couldn't smoke anymore, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lockdown had nothing to do with yeah. it. And I was going to say, no smoking had nothing to do just yeah, that. Yeah. Right, oh. so we've got our info. Yeah, so we get some information off of him, and, and then it cuts to um, Thatcher. She's um, in a restaurant, and she's sitting with the creepy lawyer guy, having a dinner with him. She's clearly not enjoying this dinner. And I'm of like suggesting that it, you know she could continue to climb the ladder if she was a bit more friendly to him you know oh. like, oh. Mm. So i love it when benny comes in though it's like um it's your car uh it, it's it's on fire it's worrying the other cars yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better than benny trying to lie in this show it is brilliant yeah. i love it he's the guy is like you're lying, aren't you? And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I am. You know, he's trying to lie. He's extremely bad at it. And then when he's called on it, he's just like, yeah, I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's never going to learn to lie, is he? Um, yeah, so yeah. he helps us to get out of this um, situation. In a terrible manner, but, but he does help. Um, what was it? What was it? Oh, yeah, Thatcher and Benny go to find the farmer. And yes. Because like, Benny's figured out that his plan all along was, you know, he's the one who took the top off the trench. He wanted to drive a van into it because he wanted to do the, um, the local government, didn't he? Because he wanted to, you know, make money that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, they just pay out. And it's like, I, that, that sounds pretty dangerous to me as well because that would be hard to do without... And even accidentally doing yourself a mischief. Yeah. And you would kind of think the, um, you know, they were the council or whatever, I don't know what they call them in America, but we call them like local councils here, don't we? Um, they would actually look into, you know, what happened with the trench. How did, this isn't like a little thing that's been lifted off. <laughs> they would want to look into how has this been moved? 
Yeah, but well, he's hoping that they wouldn't figure it out. But the thing which I want to know is, he was driving down the road at quite a lick. Like, if you're going to well, do it to fake it, surely you kind of just put the handbrake off and you just kind of roll it into it. Yeah. But also, the other bit was that when they went back and they found all everything had been replaced, they, they were saying about machinery had put some of the bits back. And some of them had like a crowbar or something. I'm thinking, did it, at no part on the farm did they go along and go, look, there's machinery that could have done this. You know, obviously. I don't know, I'm yeah, not a detective. Then. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't find any machinery. Well, yeah, it's a farm, though, isn't it? You would expect that machinery to be on a farm. Yeah, but you, you can't know, necessarily say that. That's... Not all the farms. I mean, like a chicken farm. Yeah. We're not talking about, there's no mention of other farm animals on there. But chicken How farm, much, yeah. You might do you have machinery? Do you have like heavy lifting JCB sort of... I'll tell you, those chicken hats they? weigh more than you'd think. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing he's quite a machinery around because he just didn't show it, but I don't know. Unless he's got yeah. farmer friends that he borrowed something off of. Exactly. Also, if you think about it, this is a pretty unconventional mobster story. The mobster and the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, mobsters like this kind of like the, uh, yeah, it's kind of the um, mafia kind of uh, set up yeah. a bit, like shaking someone down. But uh, I suppose they shake any businessman down, but it's kind of just funny. It's like mafia chickens. It is, it's like a low-budget mafia, though, isn't it? Because like you say, <laughs> you know, like drug, sort of drug cartel or... Do you know what I mean? And it's like real high price, and it's just like the economy mafia, really. So we did in chickens and eggs. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, the egg came first. Let me explain it. <laughs> and was bought by the mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Which came first, the mafia or the egg? Mafia. I'm not sure. I'd love to know how Marlon Brando would be in that episode. Wouldn't you discussing? The eggs. No, you Great get a chicken, a chicken head. You, you get a chicken head. You. You'd have a chicken head in your bed instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this would be great. I'd love to see him do that. I'd yeah, were well, you saying one egg in each cheek? Yeah, you know, because he's like cheeks are like full and puffy, aren't they? I can't go in. I'm the third of my daughter's weight, so these are a bit bigger than the cotton buds. Oh, he's just amazing, like man. <laughs> well, like, eggs would be quite big. That would be quite difficult. You don't know how big his cheeks were in real life. Did you ever meet him? Could have been eggs. Yeah, yeah, we used to hang out all the time. We were oh, Miles. <laughs> Miles B-Dog, as I used to call him. <laughs> yeah, oh. we went to many of those weddings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we kept on asking him for favours. He was not happy with us about that. Well, apparently, no, you can't. Can't, can't turn you down on the day, can you, the wedding? Yeah, apparently not. You asked for it. No, they can't no, turn you down. No, they can't turn you down. Can't so we asked, him for, we asked him for a big screen TV, we did. We asked him for a chicken as well. Yeah, chicken and a big screen <laughs> TV. That's us happy. <laughs> Ian wanted an egg, I wanted a chicken. I didn't want an egg, I'm a vegan. I'm All right. Not, oh, my egg, want the chicken not my egg, not my place. No. Well, you don't you want to save the egg from being eaten by someone else? Well, I'm not doing very well in this house. You eat nothing. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, the vegan police are out. <laughs> anyway, Michelle, yeah. I, have we mentioned? I don't know if we've got to it yet, but have we got to the bit where he's got the little um, treadmill, which he's 
manually operating for the chicken. Yeah, yeah, I think that, yeah, I didn't mention that earlier on, did we? I think that was when he was explaining to um, Benny at, when he first goes to the farm, like what he's doing, what he's trying to keep, um, create and everything. And he's, he's saying how, you know, chickens are going to live longer because they're exercised. And, <laughs> and he's just sitting there, isn't he? Just like wheeling this little treadmill around with his poor chicken. <laughs> Sorry, can I just step in a minute? This lady uh, is a woman after my own heart. I just had to put it on there. She is absolutely right. Best eggs wrapped in tinfoil. Easter eggs. Oh, I was thinking, so why are you wrapping an egg in tinfoil? Sorry, well, I'm, mean, a I'm assuming you're meaning chocolate. Oh, I got it because I love <laughs> I'm like, yay, chocolate Easter eggs. Woo. 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 Yeah, I got I'm it. Go Oh, right, sorry. I would say we can't enjoy those either, but you can get vegan Easter eggs now. You can yes. get vegan ones, yeah. We can. Yeah. Now, you're going to have to jog my memory a bit, because I watched this episode yesterday. Not all of my notes are making sense to me now. Oh. Now, I meant... So, so oh. we know that... Um, or oh, Cadbury's green leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank um, you very much, Jennifer. So, do you know, there was a bit of disappointment for me with Cadbury's green leg, is when they announced that they weren't using the Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate anymore. That's what they used to use. And they're just using the Cadbury's chocolate rather than Cadbury's dairy milk. And they turned around and said, well, we never promised you it was Cadbury's dairy milk. And it. We always said it was just Cadbury's cream milk. What's the difference? What's Cadbury's chocolate know. as opposed to Cadbury's dairy milk? I, I thought they were the same. No, they're not apparently. Anyway, that was a whole thing. Um, yeah, just Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Thatcher and and Benson have gone to the farm. Now, somehow, do they, they end up on a truck or something? Yes, they do. Thatcher yeah. and, yeah, they they sneak, they stow yeah. away. Yeah, that, that's it. They, I think the um, the bad guys taking, the bad guys, like the bad guys, are taking the chickens or the eggs somewhere, and Benson and Thatcher jump on board. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've written down about some the cellular phone. <laughs> you know, it's like nowadays, that's so funny. Like, Benton hasn't got a mobile phone. We'd like to fact, do you have your cellular phone? <laughs> it's like, I suppose it was quite rare for people to have cellular phones back in those days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they, they've said that it's uh, the amount of horror films where they have to write, write in, oh, my phone's out of signal, because otherwise a mobile phone just kind of solves it like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're on this truck or something, and cause then they phone up um, Ray so, can, so he can, like, track, track down this van. Um, and, you know, typical Benton, he's like, oh, I only caught a, a glance at the um, at the um, number plate, and then he's just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he knows the whole thing, yeah. I just it, but I know it. <laughs> that is a lovely touch. It's like, it's like even then he's trying to be modest. And they've also got the bit where uh, Benny says, it's like, uh, oh, I'm not sure if I should make the call. There may be charges implied from this, which are outside of your package. <laughs> like, in the life and death moment, he still goes like, oh, I don't want to put a charge on her phone. Oh, yeah. um, the bit where Ray shouts out for, um, I'm a, I've had a mind block, Catherine Bruyere. Bruyere um, Elaine. Elaine. Shouts out for Elaine. Elaine. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's right like, behind yeah, him, and yeah. she's going like, uh, "How am I going to get? Like, there could be hundreds of trucks yeah. based on this license plate." They found that truck pretty damn quick. 
Yeah, well, there could be hundreds. Turn out there was just one. Yeah, it had to be that one. The dairy truck. Yep. There you go. Do you see? Yeah, you see. Break it down to a dairy transporting truck. Yeah. So that could have took weeks and months. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't, though. It not No, they are just too darn good. Yes. What's your point? I, do you know what? I don't have one. I'm not surprised. No, baddies. So they end up in this, uh, <laughs> this like, industrial building where it's full of eggs. And you find out the, um, I guess we call him a mafia guy now. I don't really know what he was. Uh, but he was after all the research um, that some farmer had been kind of doing for these eggs. And he's thinking, well, I'm going to have these chickens. I'm going to make these low cholesterol eggs. I'm going to make lots of money off of these. Uh, unfortunately, these... I know had the chickens by that point, so they stole them, didn't they? Uh, but he sees yeah. there's a, a cam- yeah, so there's a camera, and he sees Benton and Thatcher yes. on this camera, so they go after them. And I thought the next bit was like it was something out of like the old Batman programs or something, because <laughs> they captured the Batman. Yeah, they got a guy who's being hung over the eggs, oh, like the, yes. the in yes. the big bat, and Nicholas says yes. like. Of course they're going to dip them in the egg yolks. I said, you know, I don't think they've separated off the eggs. Looks like like this is, we'll just separate <laughs> off the egg yolks. The egg whites. We don't want to, you know, the, the, yolk, is much, the yolk is much better for da- dunking someone in. You've got a massive amount. Yeah. Why have they got a massive amount of eggs anyway like that? Because they maybe sell it for protein drinks. I don't know. You know, they got, they're got. they going to waste it. It did, I remember the, do you remember the old uh, carrots? You do get cartons of eggs, I think, you could buy in America. Oh, yes, yeah. you can. You're right. Um, yeah. yeah it but also, um, well, we're, we're in Canada there, though. No, it's in, in the show, it's in America. <laughs> I'm joking, because we're meant to think it's... Oh, no, we are in America, aren't we? Yes. But it's set in Canada, isn't it? No, it's set in America, oh, gosh, but it's filmed in Canada. That's <laughs> it. What I meant. You've got it the wrong way around. Yes, I have. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because we've often seen a little van go past and gone, ooh. Oh, yeah, there's just little things. If you look very closely, you can see, like, they are so good at disguising that Canada is Canada and making it look like Chicago. I love, like, the little touch, like, the mailboxes and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you look very closely, every now and again, you get something like a truck will go past. If you look by the license plate, you can see a little maple leaf. Or something like that. Yeah. It's just little, very, very small things. It's very hard to find them. Still not found any pennies, like uh, Paul Gross has told no. us is in every episode. But yeah. they're everywhere, um, aren't they? But... Apparently. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go a little bit British here, and I'm sure car- uh, Carry On Films. Yes. And do you remember there's one called Carry On Screaming? And at the end with Kenneth Williams, and he gets put in the wax, the big vat of wax, which is the equivalent of that vat of egg yolk. But he goes down, they go, he goes, infamy, infamy, they've all got it infamy. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. <coughs> That's what that reminds me of. Quite a bit British. So. That's a mixture of uh, Batman 66 <laughs> and the Carry On movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, so where were we? He's been dipped. Yeah. He's been putting the eggs. Yeah, so they're trying to get information out of him. He doesn't want to give it. So then they dip him down in this oh, egg. And he's then but prepared it, to die for his chickens. I know. I mean, he comes back up and they're like, are you going to talk now? He's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to talk with you. I'm going to talk. No, I'm not. And they're like, oh. I'm like, oh, I love my chickens. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, this, this is so juiced out, though. You've got this kind of really serious moment 
where a guy's going to die because he's getting dipped in this liquid. But the fact that the liquid's egg is so ridiculous. It is peak yeah. juice out, really, right yeah. there. They pulled it off, I thought. You don't question it until you think about it and you go, that's egg he's been dipped in like he's a soldier <laughs> or something. Yeah, told you like bread, like the bits of bread you But put. I don't know if everyone calls them bread so, uh, soldiers. What else would you call right, anyone out there if you call slice of bread that you dip into an egg, if you don't call them soldiers, tell us what you call them. But yeah. like usually it's a bit of bread or toast that you dip in the egg you and cut you eat them in it. slices yeah. and dip them in. Yeah. The soldiers. I've never heard soldiers. them called anything else. I don't know if they're worldwide or not, I don't know. Oh, yeah, do you have soldiers around the world that you're watching? If you're not watching live, let us know later. Yes. Yeah. Quite I kind of a universe. I don't know. I thought yeah, so, I assume. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you're just reading the script, you would just be reading it again. Is this going to work? <laughs> this sounds mad. Is this going to work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like a soldier. What's a soldier? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in military uniform. No, no, no. There's <laughs> bits of bread. <laughs> we can't yeah, have a little bit of. <laughs> so we mm -hmm. take the top of the egg. Oh, so yeah, and then. Can I say again? Have we gone past dippy egg? We're just about to so move. <laughs> yeah, moving on from dippy egg. Moving on swiftly. <laughs> um, so after this bit, this is where um, Benson and. They get stuck in an incubator together. Mm, they do. <laughs> yeah, so they get locked in there. So it's very chicka one. <laughs> They're getting all sorts <laughs> um, Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those lovely moments where Benny is definitely, you know Benny on some level is aware of what's going on, but he's just concentrating on what he's doing and doing the lock. She's trying to confess something to him. Oh, and I love the bit where it's like, Take up your tunic, Benny. Yeah. It's like, do you know what? I takes off his tunic though? and just takes away. You thought it was going to be wired from the bra. I thought she was going to take her, like, to use his tunic to put on her because she was going to take the underwiring out of her bra. That's, that's the tradition. I, I think that's what they turn on there. Yeah. I, I think they purposely did that. They're turning that thing on the head. So it's like, again, that whole thing of like, it would usually be a trope that the woman has to get the underwire from the bra. But instead, she gets the thing from his tunic, which is, I, I like that touch. That's really good. Like, like, yeah. I wire that long out of mine. Be yeah. like, Hang on, I only said like seven, whatever it was. Or uh, stop showing off with your big boobs. We'll make a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean stop showing off? I'm there like, yeah, oh, I've got the wire from my uh, boxer shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. that I need, I, I'm not saying that I, I'm so impressive that I need underwiring in my box of shorts. I'm just going to lay me there. Yeah, he's just going to say he straps it to his ankle next. But I'm honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just that shocked at me <laughs> talking about box of short underwiring. <laughs> <laughs> He's hiding behind the table leg like I can't see him, but his big butt is sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say nothing. Oh, I was going to make a joke. We've got an incoming. I'm afraid I'm going to get attacked again. Oh, oh, oh Benny said about the cat. He's here. 
Oi, I know you're there. <laughs> wow, he's in a mood. <laughs> um, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> At this stage, um, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but there was um, quite a moment there with the um, incubator, as well as all, you know, Benny having to take off his top and he was like fiddling around, like trying to open this incubator and like, you know, she's concerned, we're stuck in here, maybe we won't get out, I want to tell him how I feel. It's like she's trying to like talk to him and he knows, he knows what she wants to say. So that's yeah, quite interesting. Like, like, you know, saying, like Paul was saying in the interview, like, you know, he's playing a character that's not aware on the, about the effects that he's having on women, but he knew. <laughs> I think at this point, I, I he, feel like you know, the brothers left a bit ambiguous. Like, how much is he not aware? How much is he choosing not to be? I think there's definitely an element of that in there. Yeah. You know, it's like she's like struggling to get this out, and he's just like looking at her, like, are you going to say it? No, okay, I'm going to carry on. <laughs> he's like looking back and forth, back and forth. He's so cute. He thinks he's a baby. He does. He, this is how he, he likes to lay the baby. He's a 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 <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, and then I think Benny even says to her at one point, he's like, I know. Yeah, like he knows what she's trying to say, but he never does say. But then yeah. there's this great bit after they've escaped from the incubator, and this poor <laughs> farmer's still kind of like hanging, isn't he? <laughs> like threatening to dump yeah. him again. <laughs> and um, Benny's like, you know, like how good you're throwing. She's a pretty good thrower, and he's like hands her an egg, and he's like throw it at the switch, and there's like an off switch or something. What a great arm she's got! She's just like <laughs> throw this egg. It's really quite easy when you think about it. Oh, it's ridiculous! Like the, the idea that an egg could activate a light switch, but it's just genius. I, yeah. I, I don't care. It's not realistic. I don't care. It would never happen. Yeah. It was, it was a bit of fun, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, it was great. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's great. While this is going on, Ray has actually um, arrived here. They've, they've tracked it down. And Francesca's there as well. I don't really know why he's taken Francesca along. But, you know, Oh, she just said she was going, didn't she? She said, I'm coming yeah. with you. I think it's probably because yeah. he has a 24,000. Okay, <laughs> I think... We're just going to attempt another crossover. I think we can go back to our iPad, which might be slightly better quality. Uh, so, excuse, there'll be the channel if Benny doesn't trip over it. Well, we're going to try and make it so it doesn't. Right. Are we back? Why am I not disappearing? Okay, sorry about that, guys. That's Yay. a bit better. Yay, hello. Yeah, the sound quality a bit better when we're on the iPad. I think so. I think there's not such a lag by the sound of it. Yeah. And is the drink service a bit better now we're back on the iPad?
Um, yeah, so Ray and Francesca, and they're, con- they're having an argument about the money, about this lottery money. Yes. <laughs> and I think, is it when, I think Ray draws his gun or something, and the ticket falls out of his pocket, which they haven't realised at the time. And then they end up meeting up with um, Thatcher and Clinton. And there's a, there's a fight that's going on, isn't there? Yeah, there's a yeah. shootout. Yeah, of course, there's a shootout. And then I think he tells, like, Francesca, you know, get out of it. And she kind of gets out of the way. And that's when, is that when she spots, like, <laughs> there's some ticket that's on the floor being eaten by the chickens. Oh, it's so... He hears a scream. <laughs> He's like, you stay there. I'm sure there's a morality tale somewhere in there. The idea that it's like you're getting so greedy over this yeah. ticket, fighting over this money, and everyone ends up with nothing. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So he has a scream, so Ray goes to see what's going on. Cheers. Cheers. And then you hear Ray scream. <laughs> and Benny goes to see what's going on. And then there's this, this ticket on the floor and the chickens are just munching away at it. <laughs> As they would. And what came first, the lottery ticket or the egg? Well. But what they do, <laughs> would they actually go for a lottery ticket? Well, it might have been in his pocket next to, you know, he's had his hands covered in prosciutto from the sandwich. Yeah. He goes to touch the ticket, prosciutto's up the ticket. So, <laughs> now you thought, so Mike, that, cheers. that sounds like a euphemism. Prosciutto up the ticket. Cheers, sir. <laughs> That's a euphemism. Prosciutto up the chicken. Up the chicken. Prosciutto Whoa. up the chicken. Don't prosciutto up the chicken. That's disgusting. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Here's Sarah. <laughs> oh, you poor dear. chicken. Oh, that's another question. What came first? <laughs> that, that sounds like, actually, we before have been to a vegan, vegan fairs, like, because me and Michelle are vegans, Nicholas not, but we've gone to some vegan fairs, and they've got these T-shirts which like, vegan is a lifestyle, not a dietary choice, and like quite ang- angry slogans. Like I, I'm not all for that because personally, like uh, when I started being vegan, I did do it for dietary reasons. Then I might become more ethically minded, but it does sound like something that they they put on one of those t-shirts. Don't prosciutto up your chicken. But to me, I mean, I always think that it doesn't matter how you come into being a vegan. Surely it's a good thing from their point of view that you are vegan, and then people might get themselves more educated. So yeah. isn't it a good first step? But actually, yeah. you say about the weight side, you did come in at the weight side, but you've become very much more ethical about it now. That's what I was saying. I mean, then you got yeah. more ethically minded. Yeah, so, you have. Um, so things change over time. Yeah. But I think having that first step, you should be encouraged no matter how people get there. But that's besides the point. It's just yeah. don't pursue chicken. By the way, if anyone is a T-shirt maker out there and wants to, to design the don't pursue up the chicken T-shirts, <laughs> please get please get that. <laughs> Just send us the link. We'll buy yeah, one. Yeah, we can have that and then boobage on the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, don't Do South by Southeast. We have to get those t-shirts made with no explanation and wear them everywhere. Yeah. Hashtag boobage. Yeah. We will never explain it when people ask. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the episode. Which episode? You can find out. You've got to listen to the back Yeah, listen to them all until it makes sense. Would you have to have like a chicken <laughs> They're like, I've looked at the first episode of your podcast. Nothing's made sense so far. Few more episodes. Keep watching. <laughs> the show makes sense. Nothing else will. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, shame if you could name an episode, you'd have to call this Bushu the Chick. <laughs> Don't Bushu. 
Don't, oh, don't, don't push your top of the chicken. She has to tell to push your top of this chicken. You do not push your top of the chicken. Well, dear. That's that plumage. My dirty talk needs a lot of work doing on it. That's that plumage. Like, hey, babe. Do you want to push your top of the chicken? <laughs> I just met you, and this is crazy. But how about we push your top of the chicken? Maybe. <laughs> don't. It's our message. Yes, don't. Yes, don't. I mean, I know this 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 show doesn't often make sense, but what what's happened here? What are we doing? We've here? got back together like we always do, and it always ends up like this. I think <laughs> I think lockdown's made us worse. No. I think we we no. lost the slim grip, slim the slum grip on reality we had. So Connery died since the last episode. Anyway, know. where were we? The chickens. We're eating the lottery ticket. Yes. Yes, Michelle, stop getting distracted. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much the end of the episode, though, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good I think we need to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was the moral. That was, you know, lots of morals in the story, isn't there? But, yeah. You know like, what I'm saying, isn't it? No. Um, give me the information I seek. Um, can you tell me what's the best moments of the week? Again, make my own jingles this week. So, Michelle, uh, what is your favourite? We're going to start off with the favourite Stephen Baker moment of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a huge uh, amount of Stephen the... Baker in there. There's one. Sorry? Isn't there only one? No, there's a couple. So there's a bit. He's in, yeah, he's in a few scenes. But I think probably everyone's is going to be the same. But he's got a bit at the beginning. What other scenes is he in? Let's see. Well, he's got the bit where they say about, oh, um, Woolly, Woolly, is it the eggs he's after? And he went, oh, no, something about Milky Duds. Milky oh, Milk Duds, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's he's like only he interested in them. So. Oh, and they say, that, they say in this episode, it's very interesting about, um, oh, it's harder to kick than heroin. It's actually meant to be true that mm. kicking sugar... Oh. Uh, from withdrawals is uh, worse than heroin withdrawal. Not if you've got a serious sugar addiction, it's going to be worse. Apparently. Yeah, I'm going to say it's got to be the first moment with yeah. Deef, like on, on the trail of the Snickers bar. See, my yeah. moment was when he was along in the city without a lead on. That's impressive. Yeah. So that's your Deef moment? Yeah, I really? think so, because I think of Benny. And I think, wow. I mean, he does go off lead. He's got good recall in parks. I can never walk through the city. By the way, yeah, yeah. This is the, um, we should explain again for new uh, viewers slash listeners. We have the best moments of the week. So it's the best, uh, best Stephen Baker moment of the week. Best, uh, most American of the week and most Canadian of the week. Mm-hmm. And they don't actually have to be American or Canadian. They just are people who are extorting those values. So you get some episodes where you really haven't got any Canadians apart from Benny. And you're only allowed to choose each Canadian or American once. Yes. So if you have them, you can't have them again. Otherwise, this stops us uh, picking Benny every week. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Benny. 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 Oh, Pop Frogs is this one. Benny. Him. Best female, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Best slash most Canadian of the week. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm gonna choose the Eggman because anyone who chooses to risk their life for a chicken, that is the Canadian kind of nice <laughs> play, surely. Right there. That's that's what that example right. Benny is squeaking his toy to that one. 
Nicola, what's I'm Eggman for exactly the same reason. Michelle? Oh. We're all going Eggman. I think we're all picking the same things, aren't we? We yeah. are the Eggman. I'm being Eggman. Yeah. And most American of the week. Now for me. Oh, actually, no, it's your turn to go first. Okay. Um, I don't know if we're all going for this one or some of us will. Mine's the barber. Barber is the most yeah, American. because he just knew what was going down on the streets. Oh, on the streets. On the like, streets. Oh, he yeah. knew. Yeah, that's my choice. Dun dun. Shall? He was mine. Yeah, the barber was also mine. He was, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thing. I was thinking maybe, now, oh, you see, now you, now you got me torn. Because I was going to go with the mobster, because, you know, mobsterism like there is a, a certain american tradition of mobsters you know and, and that kind of mafia of the italian american kind of uh, breed uh, so that's certainly part of the american yeah. psyche but look i i can't break this unity up let's go all, all go the barber there's something very american as well so yeah um, there's one more I'd like to bring in if that's okay cool. and the reason I didn't put this person in America or Canadian because I think this could be any nationality shout out um, to Thatcher sitting there and not being swayed Thatcher with an F Thatcher with a TH not as but, fuck off with a no. F language language come this is a show my ears are offended <laughs> anyway for any female out there of any nationality that absolutely, and we all should know our self-worth as we're females, that sit there and go, no, I'm not furthering my career with you. Is that worth with an F? That's got an F too. Anyway, that's my thought. So I think shout out goes to her. She knew her worth. She didn't go down that route. All hands up to her. Like I said, thank I don't God, want to put that Thank God she had a big, strong man to save her in belly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just carry on. You just go off somewhere. But no, that's it. That's that's why I think I can't put that in the nationality. No, fair enough. That's the yeah, no, no. Um, and again, yeah. shout out to, to yourself for, for bringing that storyline, breaking that storyline, yeah. and uh, living up to the ideals of that storyline as well, which is not taken for granted these days. Like, it's, uh, I do think it's very important. Uh, sorry, I'm going to get a bit serious for a second, but I do think it's very important to kind of see things for what they are, not go, it's like, oh, well, we like those memories of those shows, so we can't possibly talk about the fact that the people behind them were not as perfect Arsehole. as the shows they made. Some arseholes. Exactly, yeah, we should acknowledge that those people were arseholes who were creating it. It, it doesn't necessarily take away from the art and what was created by the everyone on screen during it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a very important yeah. thing to take from that. Yeah. Uh, we're just very lucky with G-South. Touch wood, there's been nothing which has come to light which uh, paints yeah. it in any other light than the one which we've seen it. Okay. And uh, all these years later, I doubt it's going to, if I'm honest, given that they've all spoken very publicly about their experiences. Can I just point out that me and Michelle respectfully listened to you then at that point? Yeah, I don't have any F's where TH is worth you, though. No. He really is going to go. <laughs> right out the, wind, the window I'm going, I'm going with an F you. <laughs> I'm going due south. I think, that's, I think she's flirting with me now. How the hell have we got to be locked out? Oh, gee. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 Go away. We didn't need to see that. We got anything else, Michelle? 
Can I say again? I, I think we're about done there, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think we are. Okay. Well, but we're all in our order of business. Benny! One second. Do you want to come say bye-bye to everybody? So, bye. from me, Detective Squee from... From... Civilian Aid Nicola. And from Benton. Benton. Benton Shaw. Bye-bye. He's looking Bye. That's it for the show this week. And guys, say there was a compass which the uh, viewers and listeners had. Which direction could they keep pointing in until next week, guys? Due south. By southeast. See that flow? Just, just nothing lost in all the time we've been gone. <laughs> no, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thank you kindly.